Jesus people. Hello, hello. Welcome to Compromise Christians. Happy you can join us today. This is our very first podcast. This is the place where we view everything through a spiritual lens. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. My name is Robert and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host and uh, my spiritual battle partner, Nanette, Nanette, how are you doing? Are you excited to be here today? I am very, very excited. And I'm excited that you have come to this podcast to partner with us. Yes, yes. How's that bagel? Um, It's good. I just finished that last <laughs> bite. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I saw you munching down over there. So, you know, we... This is our podcast. It's called, it's God's podcast, and it's called Uncompromised Christian. Um, that uncompromised has such a huge significance to us today in particular. Yeah. Um, and what's happened over the last year and how we're seeing uh, God's word be diluted and watered down. Uh, the mere name Christianity has a stigma today. Um, and we're, we're tired of it. We want to speak boldly yes. about Christ, even through all the social issues and uh, the cancel culture. We're, we're going to stand against that. And we're going to tell you that Jesus is the re resurrected son of God. And every word in the Bible is our truth. And that's what we're standing up for today. Yeah. And I know, you know, you can hear the word uncompromised Christian. You're like, yeah, I kind of know all that. And what that's about, but I'm going to break it down for you. But, but break it down. Uncompromised. The word uncompromised can mean, well, it does mean unyielding, mm -hmm. un, you know, unchanging. Yeah. Um, and in some cases being difficult, defiant, yeah. stubborn. That's what it's Which about. I have been called. But take the word uncompromised and put it with the word Christian. Mm, uncompromised that's a new that's a new Christian. Meme. That's a level of maturity, mm. a level of dedicated love for the Lord mm. that anything that comes against what he says is is vo void. Void. Not walking that way. Right. And that's that's what we have to understand. I think a lot of Christians, and I see it today, um, are in fear. They're yeah. scared. They're scared to stand up boldly for the word of God because they don't want to be rejected. They don't want to be criticized. Um, they don't want to, uh, you know, they don't want to feel like they're inferior to what the masses are saying. But I'm going to tell you, God said, you're either with me or you're against me. There's no walking the fence. There's no towing the line. There's no gray area here. And, and God is very specific yeah. that you're either with me or you're not with me. Yeah, uncompromised Christian is not a lukewarm Christian. You don't have one foot in the world and one foot in the Word of God. And I think, yeah, it's fear. I also think it's um, this level of deception or blindness mm. or something. I, you know, it's evil trickery. Yeah, it's like it's not a, a form of wakeness. I think, you know, when I talk to other Christians, like you're like, yeah, I see it, I hear it, I know what's going on, and then. No, that's kind of not what I'm seeing. And so there's this level of confusion. 
I think the church has been like that for years. You know, it's exactly what they've been preaching, that that Jesus is the sugar coating. You know, he's the frosting on the cake. And and that's not all that Jesus was. Jesus was a warrior who stepped out boldly for his father in every uh, situation. He came against the Pharisees. He came against the, the temples. He came against evil in all ways. And that's what we want to get back to. That's the Jesus that we want to understand. Jesus was a warrior for his father. Yeah. And, you know, it's and I know you guys are thinking about, you know, uncompromised uh, Christians, too. And that's come across your mind. And just to want to encourage you, wherever God has called you to and whatever is causing that hesitation or procrastination, whatever it's, you know, not allowing you to continue in that. I want you to be encouraged in boldness and being uncompromised in what God has called you to and start walking on that water. Surround yourself Mm. with people who are going to encourage you, not discourage you, to walk in what God has called you into. There's no time like right now now. that the body of Christ needs to wake up into what God has called you into. Yeah, and we're evidence of that. I'm going to make it clear. Well, I don't have a degree. Uh, Nanette does have a degree, but we're not pastors. You know, we're, we're, we're none of that. We're not biblical scholars. We're none of that. You know what we are? We're you. We're, we're all, yeah, we, Jesus said, I've got authority and I've got dominion. You know, I'm a Jesus follower, which qualifies me to speak on behalf of the Lord. And that's what we're doing today. We are, we're not going to sit on our hands. We're not going to let the world just continue what it's doing without glorifying God. And we're not going to, you know, okay, there's no perfection. I'm just saying there's no perfection. And unfortunately, I've, I've, um, okay, so we're still talking about uncompromised Christians, but I just got to say this, that so many Christians are kind of, um, badgering or condemning or attacking other Christians. Mm. And that's not where we need to be. Um, we need to make sure that we're walking where we need to be. We I remember about that ourselves. Yeah. yeah. The scripture that Jesus said with, um, Peter, you know, why are you worried about that person? You need to focus on you. That's my, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about generalization. him. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Do it for me. Don't worry about him. You know, we're not doing this for anyone else. Um, God has got a calling on us. God has given us gifts, and um, we have to utilize those gifts. Understand that you don't have to be a special person. God has already gifted you. You are special. You're special because of who God created you to be. And everyone has a calling, and everyone has a purpose. And it's understanding that we cannot be um, just sidelined. Yeah, no. we have to be on the front line, not the sideline. We got to be on that front line. Yeah, exactly right. To be awakened and just to be real, you know, where we've kind of talked about being an uncompromised Christian and, and getting to that level of maturity. And the case is like, I know for me and I also know for Robert, it didn't begin there. Um, I didn't grow up in a church. I didn't grow up. I don't think I even like my family, we weren't Christians or anything like that. Um, But it's an experience that I remember that I had 
of what the church was when I was younger, we used to go to Florida every summer to visit my grandmother. We lived all over the place, oh, by the way. That sounds hot. That sounds hot. Chicago. Sounds sticky. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I've been in New York, D.C., uh, or else oh, I'm in California now. But, you know, we've just been in different places. But in any case, let me go back. Um, <laughs> you got to circle back. <laughs> Are you going to circle back? Okay. At my grandmother's church, um, Black Southern Church. So if you know what I'm saying, oh, it's like, yeah. come on, now. come on. The come Lord on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> come on. God's not planting disease in your body. It's the messenger of Satan. But the question is, will you worship God? Job said, I got the answer. Job said, oh, I pointed time. So there's people there in church who are jumping around and, you know, bobbing the heads. And we had the summer fans, everything going. And um, I remember when I was younger, you had to dress for church. That means you wore a dress if you're a girl and tights and, oh, you know, yes. little girly shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was a tomboy back then. So it was very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> they also did not have a children's ministry. So you had to sit in those pews for hours long. That was way back in the day. Not moving, not talking, not falling asleep. I, that's that's uh, that sounds like a prison church. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was fun if you know, just kind of hearing you, everything. You yeah. would wake up because the pastor that that was preaching once in a while would get really loud, and that would wake you up. Yeah, I'm just wondering how you fall asleep in a black church because. <laughs> I went to a black church and I couldn't fall asleep. (laughs) The Holy Spirit was lifting. It was amazing. So for me, it was very different. I mean, uh, I grew up, my parents, you know, they weren't believers at all. I came to Christ at a very late age. And even when I came to Christ, I was very uh, stubborn. It took years and years for me to get into this incredible intimacy with God. But I remember when I was little and my dad would send us to me and my brother, he would send us to this Catholic church um, and this, this, what they call joy bus, <laughs> a joy bus. I look oh. back now and that's crazy. Right. And uh, <laughs> no, my whole thing is I just think about sex traffickers when I hear that. So the joy bus would come to our house honk the horn we would run outside and be a bunch of kids on this bus singing church songs and 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 doing that thing and then we would go to church we'd go to this classroom for i don't know an hour we'd come back out get back on the joy bus and uh sing more songs until they dropped us off at the house and I think I just remember doing that a few times, but that was the extent of who Jesus was when I was growing up children's ministry was on the bus it it Probably was. <laughs> it probably was. This is a long time ago, you know. This is when church was just in one. No, <laughs> was in one one room. So, okay, yeah, story building. No, no, and that's it's it's crazy because you know the world wants to push this agenda to normalize sin today, and everyone's jumping on board. And I'm seeing a lot of Christians bend and break. And, um, 
you know, it really disappointed me when I when I see Christians following these leaders, political leaders, religious leaders, and then bending over for things that they know Jesus hates. Jesus hates abortion. Jesus hates sex trafficking. You don't have to uh, um, even be Christian to understand that these things are incorrect. But if you're a Christian, these things are an abomination to who God is, an abomination to who Jesus was. And, it, and it's evidence that, if I'm praying, it's evident to a lot of Christians that the theme of all these different tools and resources comes to the main foundation of the one who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah, so, he's you know, tricky. He's looking tricky. at all these things, you need to filter it through the word of God. That's right. I and, mean, you don't focus on just the little things. Yeah. Do we battle with those, the battles? Yeah. But there is an underlining force that we all know that is behind all of this. Absolutely. And, and, you know, let's, let's get one thing straight. You know, God says you're either with me or you're against me, that there's no in between. There's, there's no gray area. There's no gray matter. It's you're either with me, you believe in who I am, you believe in who my son is, or you're going to side with the enemy because everything that I'm not speaking, everything that I'm not about is the enemy's. Yeah. Um, the word of God says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm. And, you know, I go back and I look at That's true. my uh the group I have on Facebook and Instagram and several of them, I know that they love the Lord, but the deception and things that just came about because of the political um, leave your feelings at the craziness and all these different agendas, it just truly got them off track, got them distracted. And we need to focus on the narrow path. Yeah. We're seeing sin be, normalized. We have to understand that there is a strong brokenness being normalized. This isn't this isn't a, a, a God's plan. This is the enemy's plan to normalize your sin, to make you think that where you are is perfectly fine. What you are is perfectly fine. They just don't understand. I'm sorry. What you're doing is cutting your legs off and you're not going to reach the heavenly gate. And I don't know, okay, so if you guys, and I love this part, if you've ever seen the movie, God's Not Dead, mm. um, there's this part in the movie where the business guy who is just reckless, like he could care less about people, right. um, and he goes to visit his mom who is suffering from Alzheimer's, so she's in this um, like nursing home. And he's having a conversation with her and he thinks she's just not listening to a word he says because she doesn't even remember who he is. And all of a sudden she tells him that the enemy makes your life so good, so satisfac satisfying that you stay there, you're happy there. And you don't realize that one day that door is closed and it's mm, locked because the enemy has got you trapped. Yeah, and, and we see that because we have to understand, Jesus, this isn't about trickery for Jesus. God owns it all. He has nothing to gain from you. He is self-sustaining. 
Everything he has is his, including this world and everything in it. There's nothing he needs to be dishonest about. He is truthful about who he is and what's going to happen. The Bible is very, very specific about what he will be victorious in. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Get <laughs> and on it. I mean, I love that because I'm like, that's why it's so important that, you know, where we get our feeding. I see in social media so often where you get um, daily devotion, you're scrolling through daily devotions and people posting uh, Bible verses. And that's kind of how we're using our social media. And sometimes as Christian, you think, okay, I'm getting fed. That's how I'm getting fed. Right. And that is not. Mm -mm, Pew warmers. Get into the word of God, because as the Bible says, God speaks mm-hmm. through his word and his world, his word will not come back void. Amen. And being in prayer. I mean, you're developing your own individual relationship and that encourages you to be bold and courageous and be an uncompromised Christian. Yeah, You were bought at a price. God paid the price for your sins past, present and future. We have to understand that Christianity is the faith of no compromise. We advocate for Christ. We don't yield our faith to no one, no social group, no government, no one. God is who he says he is. And if you believe that, then your faith should be strengthened and bold, and you're ready to stand up against anyone who comes against God. And you're talking to someone who kind of sat on the sidelines because You know, there's this fear of being not accepted or rejected or made fun of. You know, we kind of experience all that through high school. You know, we all wanted to have a lot of friends and we wanted to be popular. We didn't want to look like the loser. And so I don't know if that's a built in humanity type of thing, but stepping out of that, I mean, that's something that I really had to come to of coming into this. And that's why I'm excited to do this podcast. And to walk in being an uncompromised Christian because I got to let that go. Yeah. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for man. I'm here for the Lord. And I just want to make one point. Um, Legislation does not normalize sin. Sin is sin no matter what the law says. You can't change it. You'll never be able to change it. Government can't change the word of God. No one is going to change the word of God. It will stand the test of time forever and eternity. And the library, no matter how many books you get. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bible's not Dr. Seuss. I'm going to tell you that right now. I love Dr. Seuss. I uh, know. How ridiculous is that? Are we really <laughs> so offended that we're going we're gonna to get rid of Dr. Seuss? All right. I got to say this. You know, we have some serious issues in our nation when it comes to education. I mean, our educational system is broken. We've got tons of people who can't read or write. And the other day I read something about a Boston academic um, program being canceled because the students were only white and Asian. There's not enough minorities. Are we dumbing down our educational (laughs) system? I'm like, come on. I saw this video the other day of this this woman who was at a Starbucks drive-thru 
And the 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 person uh, who works for Starbucks said, "Ma'am, I need you to put on a mask." And she says, "I don't have a mask." He says, "Would you like a mask? I can give you a mask." And she said, "Okay, wait. You can pass me a mask through the drive-through, but you can't hand me my drink." <laughs> I thought, oh, my gosh, are we serious right now? Are we really, really serious? And then we're talking about the COVID thing. I mean, it's we're seeing such negativity. We're seeing such hypocrisy at every level, how it's okay here, but it's not okay here. I love walking into a restaurant with a mask and taking it off with other people as we walk 10 feet to our table. It's just, come on. Are we, we're not stupid. We got to understand that there is an evil agenda all around us. And how long are you going to stand there and, and take it? And it's important to notice these things, because if you've done anything in regards to studying anything about psychology, um, knowing that society has a lot to do with the development of human nature mm. um, has a lot to do with the development and things that are implemented with our government system. It starts with social behavior. Mm. And so being attentive, not just to a one situation, but you got to look at things overall. Mm -hmm. And the best thing about being a Christian is you filter it all according to the word of God. You've got a moral foundation. <laughs> Whereas other people in a preference life can change and alter that to their own desires. Let's understand. He did the fingers, by the way. You guys yeah, the can't air see quotations. That. Yeah. I did that. But let's understand that God is our moral compass. We have something to stand on. And you can do and say whatever you want in the world, but understand I am Christian. I am a Jesus follower. I have a moral uh, 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 I have a moral foundation called absolute and, and truth, absolute truth. Yes. And, and, um, you know, no one's, no one's going to take that away. It is what, uh, it is. And I'm going to stand firmly for that. You know, it's called conviction. The Holy Spirit has given me conviction, which makes me uncompromised. Yes. Okay. So we got to come to a close. We're kind of yeah. getting close to our time out. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this, people. We are so happy to be here, um, loving what we're doing right now. Yes. I'm so blessed to be partnered with this woman. I'm going to encourage you to uh, um, wait for our episodes to come out. I'm going to encourage you to, to subscribe and partner with us. We've got a lot to look forward to. We're going to be covering all kinds of issues. Can't stuff, Yeah, <laughs> stuff that Christians need to hear. And, and we're going to be bold about it. We're going to speak about it because that is who we are. I got to tell you, we got an incredible church. We got a church that has rolled through every moment of this. Never closed. Never closed. We killed it. We killed it because we stood on the word of God while the rest of the world was in fear. And we didn't do that. And we have an amazing pastor. I want to thank our church. Resolution Ministries is one of our partners. And uh, they're, we're just, honestly, we're a vine of Resolution Ministries out of Rosemead. And uh, we want to give much love to the Santos family, Pastor yes. Steve Santos Hala, Hala. and his incredible wife, Dina. But we are just thankful and grateful because if it wasn't for that church, and us being able to have a path and an avenue through this tumultuous time, we wouldn't be where we are today. 
And um, God puts these incredible people in your life. God's the only one responsible for putting these people in our life so that we can continue on the path that he's called us to go. And I have no doubt that uh, through uh, Resolution Ministries that we're here because of that. All right. So follow us on. We got a Facebook. We have an Instagram and a TikTok. We have and, a Twitter, too. Oh, but website. some of those haven't been started yet. Oh, but yeah. they, they're there. We just haven't done anything with them yet. This is all brand new, people. And our uh, website will be coming out uh, hopefully next week if this guy's doing what he's supposed to do. So. so make sure you subscribe. You follow us. We look forward to partnering with you in this journey. Excited. And we will talk to you later. Jesus. Love you guys. God bless you. Love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.